Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. All right, friend, I have a juicy one for you today. If you have ever been in a place in your business where you know what to do, but you can't get yourself to do it consistently, And you figured out the to-do list, but the to-do list often ends up not done for a variety of reasons. If that is you, maybe you're there now. I am sure if you have been on this journey for any amount of time, you have been there at some point. I want to talk with you about what is really happening. Why are you not actually doing the things that you know are required to move the needle, to get to the next level, and yet you're not doing them and or not doing them consistently. If that is you, there's a really good chance you have tried to get to the next level through behavior modification. If I do the do, everything's gonna work out. And behavior modification is important. But let's talk first of all, let's just talk about what is behavior modification. By definition, it is the process of changing patterns of human behaviors using motivational techniques. Typically, these techniques, they are positive or negative, and they're either a reinforcement or a punishment. Now, behavior modification is not wrong. It's not bad, but I believe that it is incomplete. Why? Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Our behavior modification is not enough to continue and sustain the things that we want to do because it's essentially like going on a trip. So you have a destination. And if it's a long road trip, then you are going to need to fuel the car more than once. Well, what happens is we often think we're going to get to the destination through willpower, through discipline, through motivation. And so we throw in a podcast, we read a book, we get frustrated with ourselves and decide, this is it, I'm going to do it. And we put, you know, a few, a few dollars into our tank. But what happens, we can only go so far. Behavior modification is incomplete because it is lacking heart transformation and mind transformation. And when we have a true heart and mind transformation, like the Bible says, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, 
This is where we get long lasting transformation because our heart and our mind are like fuel going into our soul, helping us make decisions so that we don't just have to white knuckle it or willpower or discipline ourselves to the next thing and continue to have modifying our behaviors over and over and over. We don't even have to worry about modifying our behaviors. Sometimes we need to check in with it. But because the fuel that we're putting into our car is good, it naturally is going to keep going. So I want to teach you a technique today that I use with my clients to help them have long lasting change. So you may be aware that you have neural pathways in your brain. They are like little highways that your brain is operating on. These are what we call truths. And these truths determine everything that you do. So I want to give you an example of a neural pathway that you perhaps, or one that I've actually wrestled with, all right? Let me just use myself as an example. Health and fitness, okay? I became an entrepreneur through health and fitness. I became an, a beach body coach. And I did that for three years and learned so much about becoming healthy. Now, fast forward nine years later, I know all the things that I'm supposed to do in order to be healthy, right? There's four basic elements. There is the actual nutrition side of it, what you're eating, what you're fueling your body with. There is the water consumption. The third, moving your body, some sort of exercise. And the last one, which I can honestly tell you, I didn't know this at the time, but I know it now, is sleep. Sleep is so important to us being healthy, getting an adequate amount of sleep. So with those four things, I am aware that those are all impacting my health. And I can break each one of those down and create boundaries around it, to-do lists around it, behavior modifications around it. But what happens after the new year? And hey, we're right into March. And so there's a good chance you maybe were like one of the millions of people who set a health goal in the beginning of the year. And my question to you is, are you still doing it? If you are, kudos to you. If you are not, there is no shame. Maybe you were trying to willpower and discipline your way through it by behavior modification. And the reason that's not working now is because you left out some really important elements that are going to continue to fuel your fire to continue to move forward and do the things that you want to do so that you have the outcome that you want to have. You get to, We can use this in health and fitness because it's something so many of us can relate to, but this is something that you get to use for everything, including your business, whether it's a network marketing business, whether it's a coach like me and you have a podcast, or whether... It's anything. And so I want to stick with the health and fitness because I feel like it's very relatable to every all the listeners. But what, you know, I pulled a group of women once at a retreat that I spoke at and said, what is the first thought that comes to your mind about working out or about weight loss or health and fitness? You know, insert any one of those things. And in the audience, one of the women without skipping a beat said, ugh. And I laughed because that is a whole vibe, right? There is no questions asked what she believes about health, fitness, working out, eating healthy, right? That whole concept. But in the room, there was a fitness trainer. And her response to 
what do you think about fitness, working out, nutrition? What do you think about it? Her response was something along the lines of, it's life-giving. Now, two women who both know their bodies are a temple. They've both made attempts to be healthy. And they both have very different outcomes. One not only learned how to modify her behaviors, but she fell in love with it so much that she turned it into a career. She had a heart and a mind transformation around fitness, around health. And the other woman, she also tried, and I'm sure she had some success at some point in her life, but at this season in her life, her clothes aren't fitting the way that she wants. She's not as active as she'd like to be, didn't have as much energy as she would have liked to have had. So what is the difference? They both had behavior modification. What one did not have is long-lasting heart transformation and mind transformation. And that is the difference that has kept one going and has had one start and stop, start and stop, start and stop. Can you think of somewhere in your calling, in your business, where you have done the same thing? You got excited, you listened to a podcast, you read a book, you were motivated to do the do. And you started and you made a change. And somewhere along the way, it started to go back to, air quotes, normal. Um, If that is you, then I want to encourage you that there is hope. That if you can slow down to get to the root of what are you actually believing in your heart and mind about this thing, then you can discover why you're having trouble sticking to it, why you're not actually doing the things that you know are required of you in order to move the needle and to grow your business. So let me use a very specific business example that I know a lot of listeners can relate to because it's network marketing. And so network marketing at its core, it is a super simple business. You fall in love with products, you fall in love with a business opportunity, and you share it with everybody and invite everybody unapologetically over and over and over and over again. And so I was a top recruiter in multiple companies, recruited hundreds and hundreds of people. And what is the difference between me and someone who has not recruited hardly anybody? Well, behaviors would tell us that we need to send out, you know, 100 invites and there's a good chance that there is, a, a, if you had a, pulled 100 people in a room who all did that, and you ask them a month from now or two months from now, which by the way, I do not recommend messaging 100 people every day. That is a horrible way to build your network marketing business. That's not what we're here to talk about today. I could, I've actually been considering doing an entire series on network marketing because a lot of my one-on-one clients are network marketers and I have so much value to give and I wish that I knew these things when I was in the industry. I mean, I had a ton of success And I built six, seven, and eight-figure network marketing businesses, but I wish I knew what I know now so that I could have done even better. And not only that, but I could have really helped my team. So anyways, if you're interested in me doing a little mini series on network marketing, shoot me an email at at hello at heathertriverburns.com, and my team and I will maybe discuss what that could look like. So all of that to say that the behavior was there, 
But why did one person keep going and why did another person not? And this is probably a bad example because, again, I do not think inviting. I never invited hundreds of people every day. Um, I built relationships with people, and in that, I built, like, no trust. And in that, people, people joined me. So, again, maybe a bad example here, but just run with me. So the question is, you know, the behavior was there, but... One, probably me who experienced a ton of success, I was excited and I was motivated and I was encouraged and I was hopeful in inviting the next person because I truly believe that I had something of value to offer. And this is something I see plaguing network marketers is that if they haven't achieved the rank that they perceive to be noble and honorable and successful, then they start to sabotage their success because they don't actually believe that they're worthy of someone joining them. That's a heart problem. That's a mind problem. You don't need behavior modification. You need heart and mind transformation. And not only that, but there's a really good chance that if you are inviting X amount of people a day or you're starting conversations with people, they can absolutely sense your lack of confidence. They can either sense your, you know, I call it commission breath. They probably can smell like, oh, she just wants to make money off me, which is why network marketing has got such a bad reputation over the years because there are people who don't know how to build relationships. And because they haven't dealt with their heart and their mind, they're simply doing the do. And then they're not reaping the fruit and then they get frustrated. And this is why there's a lot of turnover. This is why a lot of people jump from one business to another. But I could talk about the same thing with coaching. So coaching, what do you need to do? So this is one of the things I love to help people who want to start a coaching business to launch. And one of the most basic things, obviously, after figuring out who is your niche market, okay, the most profitable, low low overhead way to launch a business is to serve people in some capacity, which typically is going to be online. And at the end of every lesson or live that you do, offer a coaching call. So I have helped many people do this, and I can think of one uh, client in particular. She did this, and she literally, she did it for a few weeks in a row. I worked with her for eight weeks to help her get her business off the ground. We mapped out everything possible, and what we did, and then I held her accountable, right? For eight weeks, I held her accountable to do it, and what happened? Well, she not only made back the money that she invested in working with me, She also made a profit. So I touched base with her not that long ago and said, hey, how's it going? How's the coaching business going? Because I see her posting about some other stuff online. And she said, well, I haven't really done anything. And I thought, huh, why? Well, because she stopped doing the behaviors that I told her to do. It's not because she doesn't know what to do to grow a business. In fact, in, in a very short amount of time, literally like two weeks, she made back the investment that she invested in me working as a one-on-one coach simply from doing what I told her to do for a few weeks in a row. So what is holding her back from continuing to do the do? It's because her heart and her mind have not been transformed. There's something looming there. There is something underneath the surface. So just like a glacier, right? We see at the top, we see whatever we see is what's visible to the eye. But you've got a lot going on underneath that is actually driving your behaviors. Hence, why behavior modification is not enough. Behavior modification is, is on the top. Heart and mind transformation are what's underneath. 
That, my friends, is where the gold is. That is where you are going to get to the root of your issues if you're willing to slow down and say, what is actually going on here underneath the surface? So a really great question, if this is resonating with you, you can look at your business or your or your task. Uh, specific, you can get as specific as, so for coaching, maybe it's going live or for podcasting, maybe it's recording a podcast or network marketers, maybe it's recruiting, whatever the task is that you're wrestling with, that you have tried and tried and tried to modify your behavior and do the do and willpower your way and pump yourself up to do the thing and it's still not working. I want to ask you a few questions. So if you would, let's do a little interactive coaching here. I want you to get out a piece of paper. And at the top of your paper, I want you to write whatever it is, whatever the task is, whatever's that behavior that you want to do for your business in order to move the needle, what is it? Put it at the top of your paper. It could be, like I said, inviting people. It could be offering a webinar. It could be creating an email. It could be, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Doing a podcast. What is it? Put it at the top of your paper. And the next thing I want you to do is I want you to write down the first thought that came to your mind when you thought about that task? Did you think, I hate doing this? Did you think this is awful? Did you think this is fun? Did you think, like, what did you think? Now, most likely if you're struggling with this, by the way, can I just give you a hint? Like, it's probably a negative thought (laughs) because what I find sometimes is people write down the answer that they want it to be. Meanwhile, it's not really that because if that were really the answer, then you'd probably do it more often. And or there's some other things sabotaging your success, which we would dig into. But for the sake of today, and because I don't have you one-on-one with me, by the way, I am only offering one-on-one coaching in this season as I focus on my book. And I would love to have a discovery call with you. If you're like, this is what I need, then fill out the application form in my show notes and we will get a call set up to see if we would be a good match to work together. So you've got this thing at the top, the task that you want to do. You've got the thought that you're thinking about it. Most likely it's negative because you're not doing it regularly. And if you thought positive about it, you would be excited to do it. And then I want you to think about the emotions that come in your body and in your mind. And how do you feel about that specific task? And then I want you to write about what do you believe about yourself and that task? Now, this is the majority of the thought work that I do with clients is I get to present a mirror to them and I I listen to them talk and I ask the right questions and I get to present their brain to them. I get to hold up a mirror and say, okay, this is what you're saying on the outside, but when you're not actually trying to process it and you're not trying to fix yourself and you're not trying to give good girl answers, especially those of us who are faith-filled, man, we give the God answers sometimes and we aren't really honest with ourselves because we know what we should feel or we should say. We know the right answer and so we kind of insert that, not actually getting to the root of what we think. And so I hold up a mirror and I'm like, okay, this is what you're telling me. So what you're telling me is, you know in order to grow your network marketing business, you want to recruit 10 people a month, five people a month, one person a month, whatever that looks like for you. Your first thought about recruiting is, I am a terrible recruiter. And the emotion that I feel about that is that I am terrified. I I don't even like it. This is not fun. And I know that if I want to really build a sustainable business, then it's all about duplication and da 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 right? We could go on and on. And then the belief is, I am an awful leader. 
I'm not even good at network marketing anyways. Why am I doing this? And then it's a spiral out of control. So what I help my clients do and what I want to help you do today is say, are you trying to change the behavior and just continue to do the do the do without paying attention to your heart and your mind about it? If so, and you're not successful, then there's a good chance that your heart and mind need a little transformation. And so what I want to present to you is look at that top task and I want you to ask yourself, what do I want to believe about this? What do I want to think about this? And so again, if we're going to stay in the vein of network marketing and recruiting, well, I want to believe that I have value to offer and this company is amazing and these products are awesome. And that makes me excited about what I'm doing. And my goodness, I am excited to invite that person that I've been talking to for a long time who I've built a relationship with and I know she'd be amazing for this. I'm going to do it. The behavior changes not because you will yourself into doing it and you make this really awkward, uncomfortable invitation that probably sounds very unnatural and or commission breath or desperation and like you're desperate for this person to join you. And you kind of sabotage it not because you didn't do the do, but because the heart behind it and the minds behind it were yucky. When you can change your heart and your mind to fuel the behavior, that is when you achieve success. And that's when you achieve long-term success because the fuel behind it is good fuel because your heart and your mind are in alignment with good thoughts, God thoughts, truth, and that naturally makes the behavior so much easier. I could give you a number of examples. Again, going live. If you believe and you think that you sound funny on camera or your background isn't nice enough because you know, you're building a business in your closet, I don't know, I've, I've heard all the things, right? Uh, and I've been there too, that you believe that it doesn't look professional enough. And so why would anyone respect you or wanna hire you as their coach or whatever it may be? And so those thoughts are literally sabotaging your success. Those things in your heart and in your mind are sabotaging your behavior. And so if you can get to the root of your thoughts and the root of your heart, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Why? God cares. In fact, science is showing us over and over and over that the heart, the gut, and the mind are all very interwoven. And I think we've siloed all of those things for such a long time that we negate the importance of all of them intertwining and working together. So what is the fuel that is fueling your behaviors? Behavior modification alone is not enough. Your heart and your mind matter. And I encourage you, if you've never taken the time to slow down, if you have never hired a, a mindset coach, get one. We spend so much time on tactical strategies that we forget that we are not just humans, we have souls and we have spirits and our soul matters. And I just had a coaching call with one of my clients today and I said, you know, when is the last time you took care of your soul? You are exhausted, but it's not your physical body, it's your soul. And it's so important because if we're just trying to behavior and just do the do and keep pushing and keep going and keep going and keep going, at some point you're going to burn out. 
You're going to lose passion. You're going to lose like excitement for your business. I see it happen all the time because we neglect the deeper parts of who we are, which is our heart and our soul. And our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. So I hope this spoke to you today. I know this is a deep one, and I hope that you're able to use this tool if you've been struggling, that you can really help yourself identify what is it that's actually keeping me from doing the things that I need to do. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for giving him to us, Jesus. We thank you for paying the ultimate price and for going back to heaven to send Holy Spirit so that we get to do life with him. Discipline is part of the Holy Spirit. Having a having power, having love, and having a strong mind, self-discipline. Those are things that we don't get just naturally. We get them through you. And so, Lord, just help us to remember we can do all the outward work, but if we negate the very parts of us, our heart and our soul, that you are so concerned about and invested in, Lord, help us to slow down so we can get to the root of what it is that is really preventing us from getting to the next level. Holy Spirit, we thank you for wisdom. We thank you for discernment. We thank you for loving us, for advocating for us, for being our counselor and for being our guide. And so we just pray for an extra dose of you in our lives, in our homes, and in our businesses, all for the glory of God so that we can shout you from the rooftop to the world through our businesses. We give you all the glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.